Don't teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. It's the Midweek Tug. Welcome, everybody. I'm Welcome. Tony. Welcome. Hi, I'm Bear. And we're the, uh, we're the guys that do the Midweek Tug. <laughs> well, well, let me rephrase that. We're the guys that do the Midweek Tug and talk about it. Yes. Uh, you're the we- ones that listen to us do the Midweek Tug, so I don't know which one of us is weirder. <laughs> I think it's the listeners. Uh, that we're doing it for a crowd is weird. <laughs> well, you know. All I can say is join in. Welcome. Welcome. Bring your own towels. We're not cleaning up anybody's messes. Nope. Midweek tug where the unrefined guys try try to stay away from politics and just talk about normal people stuffs. Yeah. But I don't even know what normal, normal people, talk, people about. talk about. Yeah, me neither. <sighs> yeah. So last week's midweek tug. Yes, sir. We talked about the um, conspiracy theory with the NFL. Yes, we did. And yesterday's game, <laughs> or this weekend's game, this weekend's games, yeah. Well, so far, um, we've been proven wrong. Well, and like we said in in, in Monday show, is maybe the NFL. <laughs> I'm wondering. I'm got called wondering. out and said, you know what? We need to change the script. You know? Well, you had said um, Monday that. <clears throat> several shows talked about this conspiracy it was, theory. It was all last over the week. place. Yeah. And we talked about that was that was kind of the the cornerstone of our episode last week was how the Super Bowl logos are being released early in the season. Yeah. They already have the colors and it seems that the colors almost always tended to line up with the final two teams in the Super Bowl. It was very coincidental, yes. And then At least. apparently other people started talking about it. Not that we started it, but maybe we're not, we're not above being conversation starters. <laughs> I don't think we're the only ones that had the thought. Sure, you know? sure. Well, it is Super Bowl season. Yeah. And so the game plays Sunday, and uh, in the first quarter, I, I caught just a glimpse of, of a little bit uh, of a play where uh, Kansas City comes in and strips the ball, causes a fumble, and I thought, you know, that was beautiful. It was almost like it was, it was scripted. <laughs> like it was planned. <laughs> because there there wasn't, I mean, the coverage collapsed, obviously. Yeah. But he could have easily gotten away from that. And Lamar Jackson is a pretty quick quarterback. He is a, he's a, he's a mover, and he didn't. And so he loses the ball, loses the possession in Kansas City territory. And I thought, Maybe the NFL figured out they needed to flip the script because people were catching on. Yeah. Now, that's a huge conspiracy stretch. However. I mean, it, when we were recording Monday's show, the reason why we I had breaking news is uh, my brother-in-law, I don't know if he was trying to be cocky and, and be, be. Tell us we're idiots. Yeah. I, I think that's what it could have been. You know, he, could have. Because he texts me and he's like, well, so much for that theory because Kansas City just won. You know? <laughs> Fair enough, but maybe the NFL went, oh, shit, they're on to us. Yeah, not that they were saying, oh, shit, Tommy and Bear are on to us. No, no, no. <laughs> they're saying the whole country. The whole country is figuring us out. We're going to have to change things up a little bit. And maybe not. Maybe not. Who knows? But Well, let's just play it safe and say, okay, maybe we were wrong. Maybe the conspiracy, Maybe it was just a conspiracy theory that just had all these coincidences. All the coincidences just, lined up perfectly. Just, yeah, it just looked 
like that. It was that's not what happened. And yeah. and, and and the and the sport's still pure. Let's just hope that's what's really going on. I I don't buy that. I don't either. <laughs> I, I fretted over this all week after that episode. I just was like I was so disappointed. Yeah. So disappointed. Well, you, There's so you, you, if you few... ever listened to that episode, you could hear it in your voice by the end of the episode. You were like, yeah. You just told yeah, me. I, it, it. <laughs> it was almost like my. You just showed me the fat man behind the curtain. You know, it, <laughs> or the fat man in the sleigh, as you might, because I even I even equated it to that. And I thought, wow, that would have been like telling me there was no such thing as Santa Claus. <laughs> it's just, it, it was rough because there's so few sports left that are not untainted. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, they all have their scandals, which is fine, but I mean, just where where your what you bring to the field and what you leave on the field is what what happened right, and it just doesn't happen that way anymore often you know and and I use this just because you know Royal Rumble was this past weekend, yeah, and of course, just on target and on cue, like it was all planned, maybe it wasn't. A lawsuit gets filed against Vince McMahon, who was the chairman of the WWE, whatever it is e, this week. E, yeah. And, uh, and it, a few where, months previous. Where he just stepped down. From... He just walks away from it after a, a lawsuit gets filed. And I thought, well, that's weird. And I kept waiting to hear, you know, see some kind of news flash. Vince McMahon comes bolting onto the ring and starts beating people up or something. It didn't happen. I didn't know this. I didn't know that the UFC had bought WWE several months ago. Yeah. Which is interesting because as we discussed last week, the UFC, or I'm sorry, um, um, WWE is sports entertainment. Yes. Which we all know what that means. And if you don't <laughs> plug your ears... Wrestling is not entirely real. <laughs> it is a sport. No, it, it, it takes talent. The actual physical moves and, and stuff is definitely real. Very real. Very but real. But the destination is predetermined. It, the destination is <laughs> predetermined, and all those people beating each other up are buddies. Yes. They hang out together. They travel together. They, you know, that's just, it's a thing. A lot of them are really good friends. Yeah. There are a few cases where they don't like each other. Come on, we all work in an environment where there's people at work. There's a couple people I work with I wouldn't mind smacking around in a ring. Right. You know, so, but then I got to thinking, can you now... Of course, I have darker reasons. Right, yeah, you definitely do. Yours are sinister for sure. Um, Think about this, though. The UFC is not fake. It is not predetermined, we don't think. It would be really hard to predict. It would be somebody. very difficult to 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 script an ass whooping like some of these boys yeah. and girls take. Um, but now you're going to mix UFC and WWE. What if you forget which one you're in? <laughs> Took a little too many shots to the head. Right. You get smacked around one too many times. You Kurt Angle yourself a few times, and suddenly you're like, which ring is this? I don't recall. Oh, he just punched me right in the face, and that hurt. You, you, you go to work, and your ring is square. You're right. At, you're at the wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> but those guys, some of those guys have had their bell rung a couple of oh, times, yeah. and I don't know if they even know what a square is. Well, that is. guy that, that's really popular in the UFC right now. Now, and he's popular for maybe wrong reasons. Uh, Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland. Yeah. Have you ever looked at his ears? What ears? Exactly. <laughs> They're all cauliflower. He looks like a cabbage patch kid, you know. <laughs> um, 
that guy is interesting. He's been beaten around a few times. <laughs> he definitely has. And wasn't he undefeated in the ring until that the fight just a, a week and a week and a half ago? I think so. Yeah, uh, that wasn't a championship. Or he didn't have that many losses. Yeah, he didn't have that sure. many losses. Was that a championship fight? I don't recall. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't follow it that closely. The fact that, that he lost, and I don't I, I, like you. I don't follow it a lot. Um, I enjoy watching it. I don't mind watching it for sure, but. It I won't pay, a, for, pay for no, pay for not for though. seventy bucks. No, I'll go to B Dubs. I'll go to my son-in-law's house. <laughs> he'll buy it. Um, they he he lost by judge's decision. Really? Yeah, by one point. And oh. even Dana White, the owner and CEO of UFC, said Strickland won that fight. But the judges saw something differently. I didn't see the fight. I saw some of the highlights. It, it looked. Fun. I got to be honest. You UFC is to me more entertaining than um, what's the other MMA fighting? Oh, MMA is okay. It's just not as brutal and raw as UFC. You know what I mean? MMA has definitely got talent. Don't well, uh, to 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 uh, clarify something real quick, UFC is MMA. Well, sure, but I understand the other MMA. What you're saying oh, is yeah. the other MMA, uh, it's, not it's, UFC, but the other one that's out there. Yeah, it's very structured like boxing. There's certain things that can't be done. Yeah, whereas yeah. in UFC, while there are things that can't be done, it is brutal. Yeah. It is ass whooping. Um, whereas MMA is more, you know, it's contact. And I'm not saying it's not, uh, it wouldn't hurt. Screw that. <laughs> um, it, it's just a different, uh, different art form. Tweak jitsu? <laughs> yeah, tweak, tweaker jitsu, as, as, as the cops in, in our area call it. Um, yeah, so UFC is interesting. Like you said, though, I, I'm not paying money to watch the fight. If I'm somewhere where the fight's on, I'm certainly going to. Right. Uh, That's my point. Pay attention. I'll, I'll go to the, you know, if I want to go watch it, I'll go to the bar. And... I, I even think that, you know, if I had go to hell money, I don't know that I'd buy it. I, I wouldn't even want to go. To a show, I wouldn't a mind going match. to a to a match just just to see it. But I know from attending other testosterone fueled events where people are kicking each other's asses and there's alcohol involved, the, yeah, the stands always get rowdy. Yeah, um, I don't want to be part of that. I'm too <laughs> old these days. You've always been a pacifist when it comes a little to bit i just don't like getting my i hate getting hit in the face it sucks <laughs> it hurts yeah. oh yeah a lot. <laughs> um you know and i used to get in fights in high school i fought back but it was only to get it to stop not because i was trying to right. get revenge you know i just stop hitting me in the face it hurts type of thing yeah yeah um you know the one time that i recall that i physically started a fight i felt guilty about but that's because he was fat and I knocked his hearing aid out. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> and it broke. And, of course, there was drama there. And he shouldn't have said the things that he said. I, I remember this one fight that I got into that you guys gave me a hard time because the guy I fought was wearing glasses. And I broke his glasses when I when I punched him. You embedded his glasses <laughs> in <and you laughs> well, anyway, his nose. You guys made me so, like, I was so evil. <laughs> you hit a guy with glasses. <laughs> I, it, wasn't, it wasn't even that you hit him. It was 
was with the force and the veracity that you hit him with that first time. Like, it was square in his face. His glasses bent backwards. It was like you dented his forehead. And his one half of the glasses stayed on for like three more hits. It, it was brutal. But then hearing you guys for the next week, man. Well, at least it wasn't a fat kid with a hearing. Aid. You know, I, I have that distinction. I remember that because I remember going, well, I didn't make fun of you or give you a hard time when you knocked the fat kid with a hearing. <laughs> Everybody else did. Got to pick on the handicap kid, huh? No, he started it. And he was he was anything but handicap. Uh, no, he wasn't. He was definitely fat. Nobody knew he had hearing aids until that moment. That's Nobody. true. Nobody That's true. had any clue. And this is back in the nineties. So once we realized that he had hearing aids, explained it, it, so it explained so much. Explained everything. You he, know? he talked weird. And he was always so disruptive in class. Yep. Now we understood why. Yeah, because he couldn't hear anything. And he was a prick. <laughs> he was just a prick. He deserved Well, to he's get one of the, you know, he was like that guy in the wheelchair that has the chip on his shoulder yep. and is constantly running into you being a dick and knowing that you're not going to hit somebody in a wheelchair. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thinking I wouldn't. <laughs> well, I'm not necessarily going to hit you, but I'll push you down that fucking flight of stairs, you prick. <laughs> in, a, in a previous line of work, I was uh, I was distinctively known as the guy who knocked the dude out of a wheelchair once. Oh, yeah? And that dude still had speed. He moved. <laughs> he moved. Um, I'll tell you that story off the air. That was, that was, I think you've told me, it, actually. Yeah, it's interesting. So, yeah, it, uh, the sports world is now weird-er. Well, definitely NFL. Yeah, well, so at, at I don't the, know. At the time of this recording, we don't know who's won the other side of De Detroit and San Francisco. Yeah. I really want Detroit to win that. I'm game. with I'm with you on that. I mean, if if it's San Francisco and Kansas City again in the Super Bowl, I'm going to be a little annoyed by that. I think everybody will be. Isn't this Kansas City's f sixth, fifth? I think it's their fifth in in seven years. Seven years. Yeah, I know, I know. It's just it's a lot. Well, and and to be fair, it's. San Francisco, it would be San Francisco's third in six couple years. of years, yeah. So it, it's time for somebody else, is all I'm saying. No doubt. It, it, you know, and, and why not Detroit? They've never been. Ever. <laughs> even if they get beat, they go to the big show. Well, they got some really fun players. They got on some there. talent. Yeah. Can they beat San Francisco? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think so, to be honest with you. Well, as, There's as so of, many weapons on As San of the point of this, people listening to this show, that the, the, the makeup of the Super Bowl is already determined. Yeah. Um, it'll be so we're going like, to sound like assholes. We will sound so. pretty stupid, but uh, the play, the game will be played two weeks from, well, a week and a half from, from now. Mm -hmm. um, we should probably record early that day. Oh, you got to work that night. No, I don't. I'm off on Sundays and Mondays. Excellent. We should probably <laughs> record early so that we don't have to record in the midst of Commercialville. But what no, we I want to record early just so we can watch the fucking That's game. what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking if we can dig up, you know, sometimes they'll release the commercials. Yeah. If we can dig up commercials. Yeah, that's, that's do a good a, a cool or maybe show. some former commercials or that were awesome, yeah. I Some of the good you, Budweiser ones. I'm telling you right now, Budweiser used to have the best Super Bowl. <laughs> Doritos was really good yeah. sometimes. You know, I got to thinking, to go back to the Bud Light scandal that happened earlier last year, I think it was the wife and I were talking, what could Bud Light have done short of saying, hey, we fucked up, we're sorry? They should have had the frogs come out and say, we're here. 
Sorry. Exactly. Or we fucked up. Or brought back (laughs) the classical Bud Light commercial with Spuds. I think that that would be a smart move. Spuds was just... that let's go retro iconic. and let's go yes. back after the Gen Xers who go told us to go fuck ourselves. <laughs> cost us dearly. No, we cost ourselves dearly. But let's go after the Gen Xers and you know and say, listen, here you go. Let's go retro. Sorry. Let's, let's bring back the memories. Yeah. yeah. Spuds McKenzie was the badass Bud Light. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that dog on a skateboard again. No kidding. Well, he'd, probably be, <laughs> he'd probably be on a one wheel now. Oh, that's a good point. Just for, you know, the whole... Keeping up with the Joneses, yeah. And keep, keep keeping up with the times, yeah. So, I uh, we we went to the gas station earlier. The wife and I did, yeah. Well, and uh, jerk, yeah. Sorry. Well, she we we went to lunch. <laughs> well, you know, it's not normally. You know, we're recording later on a Sunday today because you're you're doing some graveyards, yeah. And so when we got up this morning, I was like, hey, you know, we're gonna record late so we can do lunch. We haven't been able to do a, a Sunday lunch in <laughs> eight months. Um. God, it has been. Eight yeah. Months, hasn't it? yeah. Um, <laughs> Almost exactly. So, you know, I said, where do you want to go? And of course, she picked Chinese food. But, you know. Um, so we went and had Chinese food. And we had she had a whole list of places. Everywhere she in the world. And that's what and she wanted. She wanted to go to Chinese. She did. I'm glad you didn't ask me because it would cost some money. <laughs> well, she offered, when I kind of made the face about Chinese, she was like, well, we could do barbecue. And she knows that I won't say no to barbecue. So I was like, okay. And then when we got in the car, I said, so where are we going? And she's like, well, Chinese. And I was like, oh, you forgot. Okay. (laughs) All right. And she doesn't do it on purpose. (laughs) I think I do it more subconsciously. Uh, Well, that being said, on the way over, um, before we left the house, Karen had told me, hey, you need to stop somewhere to get something to eat because I'm hungry. And I got three quarters of the way here. And I had to stop for food. So. <laughs> well, it, it's funny because uh, I just gave him the side eye. I tried, and this sounds so shitty, but it, I think anybody who would be in my position would probably be similar. That you know, the wife just been through a hell of a, a year last year. Yeah, when she when she wants it, she she can have it. So today was the first time where she said, "Let's do X," and I was like, "Yeah." Because <laughs> you know, before it was like whatever you want, whatever you yeah, want, you know. Let's do it. And today it was like, no. Nah, oh. And so when she was like, "Well, we could do barbecue," I was like, "Okay, yeah, barbecue. That's a good. We, we can compromise on barbecue because I'll never say no to a rib, right?" And then we got in the car, <laughs> and it was like she didn't say it, but I felt like she did. I have cancer. We're getting Chinese. Or I had. Oh, cancer. so she she's cashing in is what you're saying? Uh, yeah, but I, it was just my own. It was really just my own guilt making <laughs> right. up this entire no, scenario you. in my head. But yeah, yeah. So we got Chinese. Stopped at the gas station, and have, I have you ever? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Have you ever had that instance where you're like, "Hey, what do you want for dinner?" Or mm-hmm. she calls you or something says, "Hey, what do you want for dinner?" And and then you're like, "I don't know." So the other day, this happened to me. She calls me up and asks me what I want for dinner, and I was like, I don't know. She's like, all right, well, when you figure it out, let me know. Hung up the phone. That's not what I said. Well, what's something similar? <laughs> I said, That's right, what he understood. Fine, I'll figure it out, is what I said. And it was more cocky than that. It was like, fine, was, I'll figure it, it out. Was really, so, I was pissed. <laughs> so I hung up the phone, and, and then it hit me, what I wanted. So I call her back, and I say, hey, stop and get Mexican. She's like, 
Oh, I'll put that suggestion in the, in the box. <laughs> may or may not take that suggestion. Yeah, that's what it was. I may or may not take that suggestion. Why did you call and ask? <laughs> that's what I was I thinking. Didn't know but... what I wanted. <laughs> well, and I made a decision. So why would you say? Well, what would you like for dinner? Was, I'd like Mexican. No, we'll was, see what we might do about later. that. It I would already gone past. <laughs> I was already past that. I was already pissed, and I said, yeah. "Fine, I'm gonna go figure it out myself." Well, it's getting both, what I'm getting. You both probably didn't enjoy dinner that night. <laughs> it wasn't horrible. No, I didn't. Yeah, we, uh, she got what she wanted, so it was that you know. Yeah. I Why guess, call me if that's what you already planned on doing? So that's kind of what it, it, it's. It, there's a, a, a. I don't remember what it was. It was an article I read. Um, a hundred different meals you could make with ground beef. Yeah. Well, you're probably like most families, and some people might be surprised when this is said out loud, but we all get into really, really bad eating habits. Yes. There's probably five or six meals that you eat on a regular basis and don't even realize it most of the time. Oh, I know it for a fact. We do, too. Yeah. Um, and so I, I brought this article, or I sent it to her, I should say. I'm sorry. Sent her this article, 100 different meals that you can make with ground beef that are pretty easy. And she's like, cool, we should try some of these. I sent her that five months ago. <laughs> had never not that. once <laughs> not once at all and, and here's the thing now when i didn't work afternoons i did a lot of the cooking and i did get into the habit of making several several of the same meals all the time because they're easy you understand it you know it's good it's it, you know whatever and you can tweak it and you can you can you can adjust some tastes you can adjust right. some styles but it's just i think it's comfort so when I do cook, I try to mix it up because, you know, she's got a handful of meals that she makes that are just out of this world. She has some meals that she makes. They're just good, you know, and she doesn't have any meals that I'm just like, oh, uh, no, please no. don't do that. She she doesn't have any of those. We got rid of those early on in the relationship as she did for me as well. Yeah. Um, but when you talk about. Like, I can walk into the house and know. From a waft of a smell. What's for dinner? What's what's going to be in there? It's either going to be pork loin, it's spaghetti, it's, you know, I, you just know. She does have a, a meal that she used to make for me all the time. Not all the time, but frequently. And they were basically deep fried sopapillas, stuffed. No, you son of a bitch. Now I'm hungry. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> she hasn't made them in over about 12 years. Maybe even longer. 15, maybe. Is there a place up here that sells? <laughs> Not like she makes these. No, they're, I, they're I, almost I know. Like, I remember having them. It's almost like an empanada. Yeah, right. It's right. so amazing. But she won't make it, refuses to make it, because it's a lot of work. Well, I'm sure it is. And it is, but it's not that freaking much work. I'm only asking, you know, once or twice a year. I <laughs> On my birthday occasionally, what would you like for dinner? Whatever you'd like. I'd like those stuff so be except that. Like she just flat <laughs> will not make it. Nope. And I'm like, "Okay. You wanted what? Okay, never happening again. Ever." <laughs> Until I get this meal, reminds me of that. that. And I'll help you make the shit. <laughs> yeah, but you won't. She will if it even comes up. Nope. Like you made these frequently, not a ton, but 
but she made him uh, enough to make me fall in love with it. Um, enough to make a lot of people <laughs> fall in love with it. But because I loved it so much, and I apparently, this is just my guess, I can only surmise this is what happened. Sometime during that, I did something that pissed her off so much. She will never make it again. Now, that's just my guess. She won't admit to that, but I bet she'd tell her best friend. Hmm. Her best friend won't tell me either. Because um, <laughs> I've tried. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't understand it. I don't know what I did to piss her off. And the more I'm talking about it now, the more irritated I'm becoming. By I'm it. getting irritated. And I'm, like, I'm really? married to her. You know I love that so much. And you know. Okay. All right. Next there, time you ask for something, I'll be like, uh, you know what? We're never, I, ever going to do that again, ever. You, you, you've been around. So you know that Karen, I don't know what she does with her chicken wings. Yes. Very but, good. But they're amazing, right? She hasn't made them it's since. It's got to be the white pepper. She hasn't made them since. That we, was like that, 12 that years ago. Trip? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You made them, you made them in our, when we went to a, a party at the house down south. Just off. Of oh, two, okay, five. you're right. So, but she hasn't made them since then. Because I watched you make them okay. then. Because okay. I remember the white pepper going. Where do you get that? I'd never seen it before. Because um, I tried to mimic it. It was close-ish, but it wasn't anything. Yeah. She, she hasn't so made them why since. did you stop making them? <laughs> yeah, did I just do something to piss you did off? It piss no, you off? It, no, it's it's because uh, Bear doesn't like. Uh, the bone in wings. Oh, really? He likes uh, no, bon- he likes boneless wings. And back I then, yeah, I don't wings. like boneless. Back wings. then, I had dental issues. That's right. That's right. And now I don't. Touche. <laughs> back in game on. <laughs> wings for the Super Bowl. That's what I'm hinting. Um, at. <laughs> you know? Maybe maybe I can find out what I did to piss her off, and maybe we can get stuff so papillas and wings. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. I'm going to think it's a fat chance, but I'm going to try. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure the wings are a fat chance, too. So. <laughs> oh, good. What's that? Or we make them. <laughs> she really I don't likes, have any reason I haven't made them, really. Just... She really likes my chicken noodle soup. I, yeah. I cook it differently. Not much differently. It's just the way Mom made it. And uh, <clears throat> she's always loved it. One time she made homemade noodles, and it was amazing. She'll make the noodles very rarely, but she'll make them on occasion. It's not that hard. She's, no, it's a it's little, little bit time consuming, yeah. but not bad. Um, but when she makes the chicken noodle soup, it's not bad. It just doesn't have the richness that because I cook it longer. She gets frustrated about it. So I might have to find I'd be like, nope, never again. So never. I got a phone call from my brother. Uh, yes. Last night as I'm going to work, um, he came across some more chili peppers or green chilies. Right. So he made green chili. <laughs> of course it did. Because when I was the out same. there, I, I I made green chili for him, so he tried to mimic what I did, mm-hmm. and it was. Just, and he he calls me up last night. He's what the f- did you do differently that makes it so much better than what I just made? I dipped my <laughs> finger in it and I put the love in it. Because <laughs> that's bullshit. You got to send me your recipe. As like it's mom's recipe. I don't. <laughs> a lot of the things I cook. Just like you, mom's recipe. I watched her cook it enough. I don't need to write it. Down. I had mom train me on how to do it. You know, and, you remember mom's chili mac. Yeah, I figured it out. You made it your own. Made it my own, not much differently. Introduced it to my kids at very early ages. That's one of their main comfort foods. 
Dad, can you cook this? Or chimchurri. They're always big on the chimchurri and tri-tip. But, you know, that's the big one. And I, my daughter made it a couple years ago, and she called me, and she said, what what am I doing wrong? And I said, nothing. Whatever you're doing, it doesn't taste like yours. You're never going to make it taste like mine. No. Just like I can't make it taste like grandma's. But then when the kids have had mom's, they prefer mine. Yeah. And I don't know that I'm doing anything different. You know, it's just a matter of you watched it for so long. You were able to watch and understand what she did to it. And then you do your own thing. Well, that's exactly the same with my green chili. It's mom was not a fan of the spicy. Right. So it was kind of it was good. It had great flavor, but it was just not no kick to it. Yeah. Yeah. And growing up where we grew up, it had to have a little zip to it, you know. So I've learned how to make it my own and do something a little different than most people do. And it was, you know, apparently they just fell in love with it out there in Kentucky. Even his boss. Because the food has flavor. (laughs) Well, even his uh, boss was like, you have to come out here and and make it. And And I was like, I'm not doing it for free, guys. Yeah, you're paying me. You know, it's like a drug dealer. Yeah, that you got first the first batch. one's free. You know? First batch was on me. The next one's going to cost you. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it's funny that, you know, like I have that go-to spaghetti sauce. You just make it up real quick, whip it together, throw it out there, and it's okay. It's good. Kids like it, but I have a spaghetti sauce. It's, a, you know, it's five hours, six hours. It's a long ordeal. Put a bottle, of, half a bottle of wine for the sauce, half a bottle of, so- of wine to sauce me. Works out really well, <laughs> and the kids always love that one. My mother-in-law has this stuff she makes. Yeah, you were talking about it for Thanksgiving. Yeah, the wife calls it. I don't remember what she calls it now, but it's it's got Bernet, spaghetti noodles. No, 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 that's different. Okay. Dude. But it's got spaghetti noodles in it, and it's a spaghetti sauce-ish, but there's chicken, like a whole chicken in it. Not, oh, really? not a whole chicken, but, you know, chicken pieces with the bones. There's a pork roast in it. It's it's wow. really odd. It's, it's I don't know what I would equate it to, but it's so damn good. Yeah. And it's one of those that you, you've got to have a, a big old fat loaf of bread with that you could just tear off pieces <laughs> and just, it's so good. Well, How I got, did we it, get to food? Damn it. I don't know. I think well, you brought up the the stuffed sopapillas and yes. we've stuck there ever since. I don't know why we did this to ourselves. <laughs> well, uh, just going on that for one little bit longer is that I've gotten really, I've perfected my goulash mm-hmm. to where I really like it, and I know Karen loves it. And That's it's good. funny; it's not just Karen loves it, but our dog. He's very aggressive. It's finicky. No. no, he's not. No, no, but he when he really likes something, he's very aggressive ah. about getting it. So he's even when we're, I make this goulash, even he's like. Now your goulash is still that tomato base yeah, sauce. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Some penne and yeah, whatever kind of meat. Just we kinda have. Just, Usually Italian sausage. Yeah, yeah, Italian sausage. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's, it's hamburger. What I've been doing lately lately is hamburger mixed with Italian sausage. Yeah. So they're both in there, and you got both those flavors going on. That's how I do my spaghetti. It's the same way. My uh, my dad, years ago, came into a boatload of bratwursts. I don't remember how that came to be, but, of course, we ended up with a lot of them. And we were in a, uh, a rut, so to stay. And, you know, it wasn't like we were 
the cupboards definitely weren't bare, but you know there wasn't a whole lot to make a meal out of. So we uh, we just kind of pieced together, and I made a spaghetti sauce with brats. Damn, that was good. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. I don't know why we ended up on food, and I'm sorry, <laughs> so sorry. Now you're all you're all now all of you all are hungry. Yeah. Yeah, because we are. Or, like, disgusted. Either way. So, <laughs> so. We'll, we'll switch. It's weird because it's the middle of the winter, but baseball real quick, like. Um, Todd Helton was the first baseman for the Colorado Rockies for 17 seasons. He did his entire career here. And he had been on the Hall of Fame ballot several times and fell short. How long has he been available for the Hall of Fame? Uh, he retired in 16? Because uh, how long did Seven. it take for Larry Walker to get on? It took Larry Walker. It was a his long time, wasn't it? Third ballot, I believe. Okay. Yeah. And the thing I don't like about the Hall of Fame is that it is exclusively decided by sports writers. Yeah. And the reason I don't like that is because you have regional sports writers who get this craw in their ass about other regions. Right. And a lot of sports writers, not not a ton, but there there are sports writers who just have this belief that if you played baseball in Colorado, you deserve an asterisk next to your career. Oh, because of because the altitude? Because of the altitude. Yeah, that's not fair. Because the other players get to come here and play, too. What so. they don't get is that just like half of your games are spent at, the, at, at your home field, Half of them are on the road. Yeah. 80, 81 games yeah. are somewhere other than home. And they don't take that into account. And so I was worried about Helton's just because Helton didn't have quite the career that... Uh, that um, Walker? W- Walker had. And now Walker started yeah, somewhere else, came to Colorado, right. but he chose to retire from Colorado because he had the best stretch of his career here in Colorado. Helton didn't have a, a a stretch of games or a stretch of seasons where he broke out. Helton was consistently great right. for 17 years. Um, and so... Where he's a, a very well-known name here. In very well-known. You know, he, he lives... He still has a home in the area, even though his ranch is in Tennessee. Uh, he has a home here. He's now been named last season or the season before. He's a special special team or special special assistant to somebody. I think it's fucking Momfort, whatever. Um, so anyway, the votes came out. The first uh, first string of ballots came out, and it wasn't looking good this time. And this was it. This was the final time he'd have the availability. Availability. I don't know what that sounded like. Biden there for me. <laughs> like, um, like our intro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was a little more clear than that. Um, so he, he ends up being in. He he gets the votes. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Then uh, Thursday or Friday of this last week, they have this uh, this celebration at the stadium with, of course, season ticket holders coaches, owners, etc. It's up on the rooftop. And he's giving his little, you know, talk. I wouldn't say it was a speech, really. And he said something to the effect of, uh, you know, I, I played the way I played because of the fans and everybody erupted. And I played the way I played because of the team and then everybody erupted. And then I played the way I played because of Dick Mumford fucking crickets. 
<laughs> and I wouldn't have believed it had I not heard it with my own ears. I've listened to that at least a dozen times and just loved it because even the people present hate the owner of this 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 franchise. Yeah, you know, yeah, he did some good stuff for 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 Walker when he did it, and I fully intend to go to this game where where Helton is is uh, honored. We went to the Walker one as well. Uh, the thing about Todd Helton is he is, he's just a, a down-to-earth person. You know, he's hes normal. He makes mistakes. He does all this thing. Early, I think it was 2011 or 2012, I had gotten a, a VIP experience to the, to the ballpark. And so the kids and the wife and I all got to go, and we got to go like four hours before the game, and tour the entire thing the only place on the field or in the in the stadium we didn't get to see was the clubhouse which is always a no-no yeah um <clears throat> but we're down in the tunnels and the guy who's giving us the tour he's like yeah you never know who you're gonna see walking through here and you know a couple of players walk through and nothing and you know the me and the son are talking the daughter and the wife are talking and you hear somebody walking towards you it's it's a tunnel and it's cement and uh we're talking, we're talking. My wife lets out an audible gasp and turns the corner as Todd Helton. He stops, he talks to us, and she's just... And I said to her in front of him, I said, the man is still standing here. Can you stop the orgasm briefly? <laughs> the guy lost it. And I was just like, you know what? He is so he's solid down to earth. The cool part about it is he was always in great shape. And you see him now, and he's he's not not he's doing normal. They, he's normal. Well, what, what you're saying is now that AKA he's dad bod. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say there's only a few of the people that I've been fan of, mm-hmm. like Brian Urlacher, right. linebacker for the Bears. He could have easily gone that way, mm-hmm. like Dan Marino, right. and a lot of these other people did. Even John Elway, if you see him now, he's you know bloomed up, a right. But Erlacher is one of the few that have stayed in shape, football shape, since he's retired. Of course, he right. actually got hair now, too, which is, you know, weird because he was balder than you right. when he was playing. So <laughs> I wonder why he, he kept the, the hair short. He actually went through one of those Bosley oh. hair transplant places and, and got the dull hair stuck in his his scalp that's and, weird but now he looks good sure. you know so but yeah no he's one of the few that have actually stayed in shape whereas if you're not having to stay in shape i could see enjoying life and letting it happen you know i wonder you know i think if i were in that situation had i continued on um you know in sports and made it when you retire do you want to stay going to the gym? I mean, I get some people have an addiction. I do. Yeah. Some people have this, you know, they, they constantly want to be there. But if you're doing that every single day and you're having to watch every single thing that you put into your body and regulate it all, at some point, sure, maybe it just becomes your lifestyle. And, and I, I, I respect that. But, man, if I don't have to do it today. Right. I, I to kind of go back to Monday where we talked briefly about the beard, part of it is because I had to shave every damn day. Yeah. 
I had to be clean faced, and I just you know I don't yeah, have to. With, with this job, I have to. I can keep the goatee, but right. I have to keep everything else clean. Oh no, no beards. Huh? No beards. Yeah, that's because this is already established. Sure, they let me keep it. That's interesting. Yeah, if I was to trim this down or, or shave it off, mm-hmm. I couldn't bring it back. Really? Yeah, that's strict for for that that industry. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if it is, but no, it, it makes strict. sense when you think about what I'm doing. It, well, it, sure, it makes sense, but. Yeah, I was like, all right, well, I'll just make sure I, I mean, don't not like cut this off. It's not like in a kitchen or anything all the time. You no, know I mean? luckily I don't have to, but there is... A kitchen area. Yeah, sure. so... Yeah, huh. you have to be careful about that. But anyway, yeah, they were just like, you know, I have to keep that clean. I guess right, I could well, see whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just I make guess sure I, I don't trim this off. guess I couldn't get there. <laughs> well, no, because it's established. You oh, could. really? Yeah. It's all these flyaways. Ooh. <laughs> if you missed Monday's show, go back and just at least listen to me bitch about the, the intro, beard for yeah. a minute. Yeah, just too much. It, it it is weird. I didn't think it would be a lot of work. No, go having go, a beard. Yeah, yeah, right. To go back to the sports for real quick. Um, now you we go back to football. You're a fan of football. I am, and, and you know this name, and it annoys me that he didn't get into the Hall of Fame last ballot or last year, right? When he was his first availability. Devin Hester, the kick returner, oh, punt right, returner right, for the punt Chicago Bears, for the Bears, who broke records. Lots of them. Lots of them. Um, every record there is for kick returning, mm-hmm. he broke. He actually changed the rules. His What he did That's made them right. change the rules they, they to the kickoffs the for the kickoff and the punt returns. So, like, right now, what throws some people off is um, – if I f- if they were to kick a uh, um, kickoff and you fair catch it at the ten, mm-hmm. it, you get it to the twenty five. That's the rules now. They they get they count it as a touchback if you right. fair catch it down there instead of that was because of him then. Yeah, because he was because he was running them back too many of them. Rarely. And and there's other rules that have changed. The the where they kick off from has changed. You know so that. They you are now the kickers have a chance to kick it out of the end zone all the time, right? Because where you kicked off before, he had too many opportunities to run those kickoffs sure. back, as he proved in the Super Bowl in 07. Um, right? First kickoff, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> but he was passed over for the Hall of Fame, and it looks like this year he's going to get passed over for it again. Uh, but he, like I said, he changed so history how, and, how and many, rules. How many ballots are they given? They're, they, they, they're, they can once forever. they've been out for a certain amount of years, I think it's 10 or five, five or right. 10 years that they're out of, they've been retired. Then you're available for Hall of Fame. And oh. then you're always open to get into it. Okay. But then there's certain players that, you know, they, they can wait sure. to, you know, get in because they weren't that. Mm-hmm. Groundbreaking, like he was, right? But people like him that are groundbreaking usually get f- first ballot. So do you think he's passed over because of the team? Yes, I mean, but well, and and that being said, the Chicago Bears have the most Hall of Famers in well, the yeah, Hall of Fame. They had that streak. Oh yeah, they, most yeah. of the eighty-five Bears are yeah. Hall of Famers. So that was their last really, really impactful. Well machined, or well the whole team, yeah, machine, yeah. Because you have that. Because I could argue that the 07 team was Super Bowl Shuffle. 
I could I could argue the 07 team was pretty damn good. Well, sure. Um, and then the 16 team was really good. It, 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 well, not 16. What was it? 14? No, it was sooner. It was just recently where they double dunked it oh, off, the, right. off the, when they played Philly and they double dunked it off the upright uprights for the win. Was that 17, 18? I think so. It was around there somewhere. Yeah. But that team was really fucking good too. So it, it, it's but, one of the things that I don't understand in sports is oftentimes you'll get a team like the bears who spend so much time and effort in the building and putting together a team, they'll get a team like they had then, and I think it was 17, 18. And instead of building off of that, they cut those people and bring in other people. Well, and I'm like, why wouldn't you continue to? I've always believed, and, and I'm old school, that the death of the NFL was free agency. Oh, yeah. But, and once they allowed people to cut bait and go to another team and get paid. Right. Which... To be fair, you know, hey, I can't understand it, but, wanting to do it for money. You know, like Barry Sanders, if he could have been, he could have actually, but he, if he could have free agented himself, mm-hmm. in the beginning of his career or maybe in the, you know, first five, six, seven years, he could have free agented himself to a better team, Got with a better a line. Money. He would have gotten more money, yes, but he would have broke more records. Oh, sure, sure. If he was behind an offensive line that could have protected him. Right. There. Yeah, I'd, you know, sports generally, especially, you know, NFL, MLB, and hockey's starting to move this way now, is unfortunately becoming too much about the money. Yeah. But if you look, you know, we could... With getting into the cultural aspect of sports, many people still believe, um, you know, if you if you give them circuses and bread, you yeah. can control them, and they're not wrong. No, they're not. You know, you're taking these physically talented people, kids, kids in most aspects, most of them coming out of high school, and saying we're going to give you lots of money you're going to punish yourselves uh, at our disposal and when we're done with you we're going to spit you out yeah harshly yeah and if you don't manage your money right that's on you sorry about that but you'll get it while you have it that's why i like teams like the bears who have when they get a rookie class in they actually have classroom days during uh, spring training mm-hmm. where they bring in financial advisors and, and uh, other, other other people that teach them how to manage their newly gotten money. Right. I think that they sh- they all should do that. You, you would think. Tampa's another team that does that. Especially way. now that they're allowing them to draft out of high school. For... Um, for baseball and, and, and hockey, and yes, hockey, they yeah. they can. But in in, in football, NFL, they can. you've got to have you have to be at least a junior. In oh, as a co- junior in okay. college, yeah, yeah. It's interesting how you know, and and a lot of baseball's a little bit unique in that when you get drafted out of high school, you're almost uh, just shy of a hundred percent. You're going to be developed. 
you're going to be worked on. You're going, you know, and they're going to put in the time and effort. What people don't realize, and I don't know, it's kind of similar to the NFL's practice squads. When you go to those farm teams, I think the most they make is like 80 something a year. Um, that's pretty good. It's it's okay. No, it's not great. No. Yeah, and that's that's you know one of the higher end pays. The lower um, the lower farm teams are not getting paid as much, you know. But you're still giving time. You're still developing yourself. You're still putting all the you know the work in. The thing about NFL that's different than than baseball is the the physicality of football is such that you've got to always be yeah. firing at a hundred percent or real close. Whereas, and this is a, an oddity that I, you know, people kind of laugh at, but it's the facts. Baseball is the only sport or the only thing really in life that you only have to do good 25, 30% of the time. True. 25, 30% of the time you do. Okay. Not even great, just okay or consistently. But you can screw up 70-plus percent of the time, and you're going to get paid pretty well. You get to play a, ba- a game that you love to play, and, you know, once, I, I remember, once in a while you contact. I remember in high school uh, a coach telling me, because I, I did try out for baseball at one point, and I had a coach tell me, look, Babe Ruth was horrible. Oh, yeah. He was not a home run hitter all the time. Mm-hmm. He he got struck out way more than he hit home runs. He's like, if that, you could easily be that. You sure. could be that Babe Ruth and just hit home runs every once in a while mm-hmm. and be popular for that. But we'd like you to do a little bit better. Than yeah. That. <laughs> well, you know, it's one thing to just go up and stroke the ball all the time. Yeah, that's what I tell the wife all the time. No, no, not that one. Oh. Yep, yep. It's one thing to go up and to be, you know, consistent at being able to to call a pitch, know where it's coming from, know, you know, what the movement of that pitch is going to be, and then to be able to put wood yeah. onto that ball moving at 90 plus, 90 plus miles an hour and be able to, to kind of control where that ball goes. It it does take talent. A lot of people say, "Well, baseball is a boring sport," and I said, "Yeah, most most it's mostly a smart person sport because there's strategy involved in it." Whereas you know, football and 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 you know, to some degree, hockey are very physical. Not that baseball's not, but you don't find, especially today, no, uh, it's, it's a thinking definitely a thinking person's sport. Yeah, yeah. Whereas football, you have to know your your. You got to know your strategies. Well, you got to know what your assignments are. Yeah. But that is like talking about a Marine. Sure. Okay. Whereas you're talking about somebody that's a specialist. Mm-hmm. That is a, uh, with baseball, they're more of a, a specials. Yeah. Special no, you're, forces. You're yeah, they're more yeah. special forces where it's precision. Where a football player is more of an infantryman, where they just need to know their assignments and they'll get and, the and, rest and, done. And perform those assignments as taught right and and the, the rest of the team will take care of you whereas you're out there as a baseball player you're on your own yeah one-on-one against you and the pitcher true or the pitcher versus the batter you know you have right. you're well you got the catcher that's helping you you know but oh sure it, no it's more I, that of a, makes sense yeah I, I hadn't thought about it in that sense that does make sense though whereas you know you're, same with hockey you have to know your assignments and and plus you gotta follow that damn puck around <laughs> everywhere at 80 90 miles yeah. an hour 100 miles an hour and duck at the right moment if it's coming your direction or kick at the right yeah. time. 
hockey's a brutal sport. Yeah, it is. Like, first off, you have to be a figure skater yep. and be able to fight. <laughs> I don't know why Nancy Kerrigan and uh, Tanya Harding didn't just play hockey. Well, at least Tanya Harding. Well, you know, yeah. Tanya. You know. <laughs> but she didn't do it, though. She she just had somebody do it for her. Why? <laughs> God, I still remember that. So pathetic. Her her crying? Yes. Yes. I mean I can't I can't imagine. I'm sure it hurt. But you knew the camera was there and you just I, I think she turned it up more for the camera. I think she did too. Yeah. Well, why you know, if you're jealous of somebody, why would you want to smack him with a stick? But then you look at Tanya Harding and you're like, mm. <laughs> Somebody probably hit her with one too. Yeah, look, she got hit with a couple coming down that. <laughs> she looked like she uh, today. She looked like she got hit with every branch falling out of the ugly tree. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, she, you know, she kind of just after that little spat with getting hit, hitting her with the, the the stick and messing up her knee. She like disappeared for a while, and then all of a sudden became an MTV style reality star for yeah. Many years, and, like, your entire career, up to the moment that you decided to take out your competition, would have been okay. You'd have probably been She was okay mediocre at best. Yeah, she, was, she wasn't great. She was never going to go super far. Yeah, she wasn't going to be a gold medalist. But no. she could have made the circuits doing Disney on ice and shit, you yeah, know? Yeah, Nope, nope. She's got to get on there with uh, Danny... Uh, Bonaduce and be a, an '80s has been and get paid fifty dollars to do a reality show and talk about weird videos for an hour, yeah. every couple of weeks. What a what a what a fall from grace, <laughs> you know. I mean, and look, I'm like, everybody has moments where you know shit doesn't go well for them, but right, uh, you could have <laughs> at least maybe tried to move up the ladder at Target or something. You know? <laughs> Son of a bitch. There's this, <laughs> there's this um, uh, movie. It's kind of I, I really wouldn't recommend watching it, but I just want to bring it up. It's called uh, 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 Bronze Medal. It's got Melissa Rauch. Mm. She's from Big Bang Theory. Right. She plays Bernadette. She's in it, and she plays a uh, uh, Olympic star that got bronze uh, medal. Okay, and she's just living off the fame of that bronze medal, and she's like old now you right. know <laughs> it's it's a pretty funny actually is it a movie or a series no it's a movie is it yeah I, you know i guess third place maybe here's the weird part like it, when you think about the olympics there aren't a ton of olympians that i can go oh no usain bolt okay makes sense well it's funny because most of the ones you remember had some kind of scandal or something, yeah. Yeah. So you got you got Usain Bolt, you got the the wrestler who wrestled with broken neck, um, the Greco-Roman. Are you talking about Kurt to, Angle? Yeah, Kurt Angle. Thank you. I I had the angle. I just once you said the neck. Again. Yeah. So he wrestles, and the reason that he stood out so much is because he found out he won the gold with like two broken vertebrae in his neck. Yeah. Um, while he was in the Olympics, that's that's memorable. Um, but when you think about, you know, the bobsled team, yeah, the Jamaican bobsled team, <laughs> the best you can come up with is Jamaica. You know? <laughs> and the, the sad part is, is we're all not all, but most people are guilty of taking a peek at the Olympics. 
You know, we got the Summer Olympics, I think. Those are coming up this, yeah, this year, this right? Yeah, this summer, yeah. And uh, I don't remember where they're going to be. Paris, I believe. Is it Paris? Yeah. I thought it was China, but I don't remember. Anyway, they they spend all this money to put these these big cities together to, to hold the Olympics. People And these people work their asses off their entire lives oh, to yeah. get to they this point. They devote everything to it. Well, like Riley Gaines was supposed to yeah. qualify for Would the, have been. Would have qualified for the Olympics, but then that happened. And now Leah Thomas is suing to be able to take part in the Olympics this summer. And then, Well, and that's funny because the International Olympic Committee has said uh, you can compete, but you'll be on the men's side. I think they should let him. <laughs> well, but then you got Michael Phelps and those other guys that are just going to make him look like a fool. <laughs> they don't, he doesn't need their help. <laughs> well, I know. Let's but... just be honest. Uh, Have you watched Michael Phelps swim? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was never really a big fan of swimming until Michael Phelps came in. And I was like, what in the world is this guy eating? <laughs> right? That's not superhuman right there. <laughs> I mean, that guy was just incredible. Everybody remembers Lou... Lou Lou Gaines? Yeah. I'm saying it wrong. I can't remember. He's the guy who did a backflip and cracked his coconut. coconut Oh. Greg Lou Greg Lou Thank you. Here's a guy who we remember. Not exactly (laughs) the way he wanted us to. But you don't, Mary Lou Well, before he cracked his coconut, he was a damn good diver. He was a great diver. Yeah. Um, Then you find out later that he he wasn't a muff diver. Um, (laughs) Mary Lou Ratton. She was a great gymnast. Right. You know, but it's it's few and far between. Yeah. The people that you remember or that, you know, pop to the, the front of your mind when it comes to sports and Olympics and things. So when you get like an Olymp or you know, Olympic style or caliber person like Tanya Harding wasn't, but uh her victim I forgot her name. Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan was. And so because you're not good enough, you're going to bash this girl's knees so she can't do it either. Right. And then she ended up. If I can't have it. Yeah. You're not going to have it. Don't understand it. Plus, then you become a less than B-list celebrity. Oh, yeah. You're 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 known for being bad. Yeah. What is your your claim to fame? Smack the bitch with a bat. (laughs) Again, she didn't actually do the smacking. No, but but she has. She set it it up. Yeah. She just as well. By default, to the, the letter story, of the law. The story goes, she told this gentleman, her boyfriend, well, I wouldn't see a boyfriend, but her male yeah. acquaintance, yeah. if you do this, I'll blow you. That's how the story goes. That's well, that, then. Yeah. So that's why he did it. I wonder if she did. Yes. Okay. <laughs> There's videotapes. Oh. <laughs> that's another I thing. I would that made not her. want to see that. <laughs> It's like that Octo Octo Mom. Yeah. (laughs) She jumped into porn to help feed her kids there for a while. And all I'm thinking was... Her kids got taken away. uh, They should have. Before the porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she couldn't take care of them. Right. Who? Yeah. People paid to watch that. Well, you know, everybody wants to watch a train wreck. (laughs) I I wouldn't pay to watch it. (laughs) I wouldn't look it up now if it was free. You would look it up. You're I curious. wouldn't. I'm not. That, no. I'm really. Look, they showed a picture of her pregnant, and A, I don't understand how she kept her center of gravity that way right? with those kids, right? <laughs> but she just, she wasn't attractive. Was that IVF? Or was that just God's curse? No, it was. Curse. It okay. Was. It was God's curse? 
and I think even at the time, people were questioning the doctor that did that. Oh, she what, already yeah. had kids. Oh, I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, she already had well, kids. Yeah, no, she had the she eight, but not, she, had, uh, she had like another five before. It was And terrible. she did not have, I don't think her, she didn't have a partner at the time either. She just, yeah, when she had the eight, yeah, like, she didn't. What, what are you doing? The story goes, so when they do IVF, they don't just put one egg. They correct. put well, multiples because correct. most of them aren't going to take. Right. And that there, there's those occasions where all of them take. Apparently, this is one of those occasions. Yeah. But why? Why? Yeah. Why? I, yeah, I don't understand why you would put eight. Yeah, I thought it was like three or four. I, that would make more sense. Sure. I, I, you know, but even having triplets would be harsh. Oh. I can't imagine having eight, you know? Look, <laughs> I had... a litter of puppies right I there. Had, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I had two that were about three years apart, and that was tough on some occasions. I, yeah. My old, my two oldest, older children are only a year and a half yeah. apart, and that was rough. <laughs> Is it just me, or do your kids spend the first, you know, 15 so years attached at the hip to you? And then, you know, the... F- 14, 15 years old, they kind of start to explore amongst themselves. And then right before they, they go out on their own, they kind of hook back onto you again for a little And then when they leave, like the only time you really hear from them is if they need something? Yeah. Okay. No, that's exactly what's happened to me. Okay. I was just wondering if maybe the now like, they're kids are adults alive. and they're doing their own thing. I'm... Not on their radar at all, unless they absolutely need something. I'm not even on their radar. Like I'll, I'll reach out. My daughter, it's usually monetarily. Is my daughter will, you know, send me pictures of the grandson in the evenings and whatnot, and occasionally she'll, if I respond with words or question or something, she'll respond fairly quickly. I can reach out to my son and not hear from him for a week and a half, two weeks. Perfect example. A few weeks ago, he's been going through some things, and and I said, "Hey, why don't you come up and see your mom this weekend?" This has been a few weeks ago, and he's like, "Yeah, that's a good idea. I need to do that." I said, "All right, let me know. Are you going to be up Friday night or Saturday during the day? Probably Saturday during the day, but I'll let you know." So Thursday comes. I hadn't heard from him in about a week. Text him, "Hey, have you decided when you're coming?" Nothing. Friday text him nothing saturday evening i text him so i'm guessing it's not going to be today i didn't hear from him again until just uh this last week didn't even bring it up and i was like and literally he's just checking in and i, and I appreciate that he does you know but he used to check in every other day i was gonna say yeah you guys yeah, are he, pretty regular he would call me before on his way into work right? or on his way home from work. And all of a sudden, about the last six months, crickets. Mm. And I get it. He's he's an adult now. He's growing up. Nobody wants to hang around their dad anymore. But fuck, give me a call. We're embarrassed. They're embarrassed by us, so they don't want to be involved. My kids have always been embarrassed by me. Oh, yeah. Not just as adults. My kids have so always. So where it shouldn't be a surprise that right? you're this way. Oh, yeah. They yeah. just, they've, they've always known it. And I coached my kid baseball from what, seventh grade on? The, that being said, my youngest is pretty good about coming and hanging out with me, right. even though I can embarrass the shit out of him. He, yeah. He'll, he'll take it. Well, our daughter comes up occasionally. You know, she'll bring the grandson. They came up last weekend with the mother-in-law surprise. Um, 
and you know that was that was fun. It, I knew the grand or the daughter and the grandson were coming. It was told to me the night before that the mother-in-law was coming, which isn't a big deal. The wife, you know, she definitely needs her her mm-hmm. grandbaby time, and and look, she probably needs some mama time too. We ended up going to a, a small diner here. Um, just up the oh, road. Going back to food. Yeah, only it's not it's not really because of the food, but we ended up going to a diner for a brunch, and we all rode in my daughter's car, and I'm getting out, and I'm I'm I got grandbaby duty, so I'm getting him out. So of you're, the car you're seat. preoccupied. I am. I'm paying attention to not much else other than him. I get him out of the car seat, and uh, you know, get all of his stuff situated. All the ladies are at the back of the car, and what I do notice is this powder blue, like a matte powder blue Tesla that's parked next to... Yeah, that color is easy to shoot. It was very easy to stand out, and it yeah. did. Um, and I'm back to my grandson doing my thing. We walk in, they get our name on the list, everybody sits on the bench, and I stand in front of them facing them, so my back is to the door. And about, I don't know, 10 minutes or so after we had gotten in, a lady sticks... Before you get seated. Before we get seated. Yeah, we're still in the the waiting area. A lady sticks her head over my shoulder as to get my attention. And I just thought, oh, maybe they're seating us. And I turn and she said, excuse me, and then walks straight to my wife and positions herself between the two of us. Now, I'm standing in front of her, facing her as she's seated. This lady's holding a bouquet of flowers... And she's, she addresses me first. She said, I'm really sorry to interrupt, but I want you to know. And then she turns and addresses my wife. Now, my wife had left the house that morning and she didn't wear her wig, okay. which she, she's been wearing less and less lately. And I'm really proud of her for it. But she hadn't worn it. She didn't feel well. She'd been sick. You know, we'd all been having this cold and she didn't feel well. So she she didn't look bad but she you know she you could tell she was a little down this lady proceeds to say i just when you were coming in i saw you and you reminded me of my mother and i wanted you to have this and i wanted i wanted to buy your lunch or pay for your lunch or something like that so she hands her this bouquet of flowers and i see her i can't tell really i just know that she she puts cash in my wife's hand immediately my wife, who's typically not a very emotional person, immediately just breaks down. Now, the first thing, because I'm a dick, the first <laughs> thing I think is, you're older than my wife. How does, how how does she, she remind, remind you of, you of your mother? <laughs> I didn't say that, but that's what cracked into my head. Now, my mother-in-law... Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> my mother-in-law, who's hard of hearing, is sitting directly next to my wife, and she's still trying to struggle because she can't fully understand what's just happened. My daughter's sitting on the other side. Of course, she gets emotional. And the lady, before anybody can really say anything, she, she, she gives her a hug gives her the flowers, gives her, you know, money, and then turns around and walks away. And Speedy Gonzalez. Like, huh? it, yeah. <laughs> and my mother-in-law's like, okay, what just happened? So I explained to her what happened. And as I'm explaining it, this lady walks back in and wedges herself in between my wife and I again and says, I dropped this in the, in the car. This is part of it. And then leaves again. My mother-in-law immediately pops up. And starts off after because she's she's wanting to find out all the details. 
this lady was gone. Like by the time my mother-in-law, like if she was a bank robbery, yeah, she had a really good getaway. Driver. By the time my mother-in-law broke the threshold of that door, this lady was gone. And my daughter was the only one who realized that that was the lady driving that Tesla. Turns out this lady get now this bouquet of flowers wasn't cheap. No, and it's on a Sunday morning. Yeah. So was it a Sunday? Yeah, it was a Sunday. Yeah. And um, it it probably a thirty forty dollar bouquet of flowers that she had to have gotten from the the, the store right there by the by the diner. In this envelope if you will that she had made out of a 20 was 150 bucks damn and we, we in a in a situation like that you just don't have time to think you don't have time to respond you don't have time you you don't even really have time to react i tell that story because it when you go through these things you know and, and you know the wife is the one that had the cancer She's the one who went through the physical and the emotional and the the full on toil of cancer. But all of us around her. Well, you went through it, too. Oh, sure. We but we all did, you know, family yeah. and friends. We all had our own little piece of that. Nobody went through it as much as she did. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get your point. Yeah. But y'all went through the same thing. Sure. Well, and, and you guys did, too, yeah. as being friends of, of, of ours and family of ours that, you know, we all have a piece of this that we all take together yes. to, to help as best as we can lighten the load but you don't you don't see around you that others see and they may not know exactly what you're going through but others see that you're you're struggling, struggling. with something yeah. and damn it if we can get more people like that you don't have to you know give yeah hundred dollars <laughs> or anything you don't have to give anything but just a kind word. Uh, you know, basically the recognition of I see you. Exactly. You know, that's really all Tommy's talking about is just the being the human and saying, hey, I see you. And, and yeah, I hope it gets better. Keep your head up. Yeah. You know, power through it. You'll, you're going to make it. Um, and I don't know why I felt like today would be the day. I couldn't. I don't think I was ready to talk about it last week just yet because that was a lot. Yeah. Like it was. You were still emotional about I, it. Oh, I definitely <laughs> was because the wife isn't normally an emotional person and to see her finally and look i've seen a lot of it especially in this last year but to see a happiness emotion come out of her in that manner what she didn't even cry on our wedding day <laughs> i choked up and she did she was like shut up dude come on i'm glad we both did on yeah. my wedding day so. yeah you know so it was good to see that i wasn't the only pussy you know? <laughs> I, apparently i was um I don't know. Elvis looked a little verklempt, but not really. <laughs> you did have Elvis. No, we didn't have Elvis. The, the The party before us did. But yeah, to to just you, you don't have to buy flowers. You don't have to just give somebody an acknowledgement. Like like Bear just said, I see you, and you're going to be all right. Just remember, the last shittiest time you ever had, you got through it. Yeah, and you'll get through this one too. So yeah. Like the NFL, they got through it. <laughs> yes, they did. They figured out that we had their number, and uh, they they got up. Hey, uh, we we have a an affiliate sponsor. Oh yeah, Ravencrest Tactical. They make out the front uh, really knives, nice knives. Super amazing knives. They also bring. Uh, they also have some regular knives as well. Have you ever seen that commercial with Dak 
Shepard and his wife, Kristen Bell, Mm-mm. where he's, they're talking about selling his car. No. And, and he's like, well, the price is going up. And she's like, hold, hold that thought. Hold. I was telling the wife that I was inches away from buying a knife. Mm-hmm. Raisin Crest. Raisin Crest Tactical. Raven. Not, Raven. Not Raven. Sorry. That's Raven. Right. <laughs> and, and Karen's like. Hold. <laughs> just a minute. It's funny that you bring that up because Hold. just today I got an email that they now have a stinger. Oh. It's a smaller version, but it's still a really nice knife. Their little stinger for 79 bucks on sale for the next few days. Oh, damn. 79 bucks. Um, I'm still going to get the hold watch. Well, that's all right. <laughs> they do have sezzle, so you can break your payments up. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> Ravencrest Tactical, they've got out the front blades. Made in America, 100% guaranteed. If you break a blade or if you, you know, spring breaks inside the knife, ship it. ship it back to them. They will fix it, put a new blade on it, and send it back they to you. They do a, like a tune-up on it. When yeah, they'll they do a full-blown tune-up. So, for instance, I had the very first one I bought, um, I chipped the blade. And, you know, the, the spring it gets loose because you play with it a lot. You know, flicking it open and closed because yeah, yeah. it's really nice. And it's sturdy as hell, but the spring's a... So it's a, a lethal fidget spinner. <laughs> Basically, that's exactly what it is. Uh, you, can, you can do a lot with this one. And, uh, you know, so I sent it in for the blade to get fixed. And what I did, they shipped it back and they put a card in there and told me all the things they did. They replaced all the springs. They oiled it. They polished it up, cleaned it up. And... Uh, refurbished the whole knife and all it cost me was the shipping twelve and a half dollars to ship it via popular shipping company yeah. um the brown one nope okay yep so uh yeah don't go to ravencrest.com though go to our website um go to the contact us and sponsors page there's a link there you can also hit all of our social media pages we'll have it Really close to the top there. I know that on X it is pinned at the top. On Facebook it'll probably be somewhere there. Our social media, it's a couple down, yeah. Looking. And on uh, Instagram we'll pop it up on there as well. But yeah, Ravencrest Tactical, great knives. Thank you for being an affiliate sponsor to the Unrefined Guys. We definitely are ecstatic about partnering with them. Yes, sir. We are working towards getting some newer guests, uh, people who are influential or smart or <laughs> have a story or whatever. Yes. Um, we're working towards getting guests to uh, come onto the show, tell us their lives, tell us their stories, give us their opinions on things that are happening in the world right now. Uh, we can do those things and make it a little easier with your support. You can become an official tugger. That'll help us with some of these Nah, tasks that we have tasks. Yeah, that's a good um, one. Also help us reach some of our goals that will only benefit you as uh, as uh, listeners. So go to patron.podbean.com forward slash unrestrained. Pick one of the three tiered programs that we have up there for you and uh, become an official tugger today uh, by helping us. You're helping us to produce better content and to be part of the culture war that we are without a doubt smack dab in the middle of right yes now. sir this has been an interesting this was a different one this is different we talked about sports we talked food. about food <laughs> we talked about people being nice to people 
Not being shitty people. Don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> don't be a dickhead. Don't be a dickhead. <laughs> we should just we'll, we'll coin that one. We'll just, don't be a dickhead. Don't be a dickhead. Don't be a Richard Cranium. <laughs> hey, it's midweek. It's Wednesday. Just two more days till the weekend. I'm Tommy. I'm Bear. And we're the Unrefined Guys. Have a great weekend. Don't be a dickhead. <laughs>